Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Playing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. One hour down, a little less than one more hour to go as we're done a bit early tonight. St. Louis University, Billikens basketball. They are in action tonight. An 8 o'clock start at Chaffetz Arena. If you are looking for something to do this evening, you can uh, check out the Billikens for yourself as uh, they are set to match up against the Tigers of Tennessee State. Our coverage will begin just after 7.45 with Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-437. 7900. That's 314 436 7900. Or you can tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M A T T P A U L E Y on air. The St. Louis Blues off today. They get back at it uh, coming up tomorrow as uh, they are going to match up against Carolina. They had practice earlier today, so today was a full uh, scale practice. Yesterday was an optional practice. Craig Berube uh, did speak to the media for a second straight day. Robert Thomas was on the ice and certainly is looking likely that he is going to be able to play in tomorrow's game. I got through practice, so he looked good out there. Never, you know, I didn't see him really have any issues, so which is good. Like you said yesterday, you said the same thing, kind of a weird play, and you felt like you avoided something. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is it a uh, uh, something that you have to think about a little bit, who to put with Thomas back? on that right wing. It looks like Tarasenko, but obviously you've had kind of... It's always tough decisions. You know, they both are obviously, um, you know, good players that we've used with Tomer, you know, at different times. So it just basically boils down to, you know, what makes the other lines have some chemistry and click. And so that's... Really, when you look at it all, that's what you're trying to do. And Cairo has had some success with that bar. Yes, he has. And when you look at the current line situation, he was asked a little bit more about that because we've seen Thomas play a lot with Buchnevich and um, and that uh, Tarasenko has been out there. And there, again, it, it's kind of a fluid situation in who's going to be with who as they try to get everybody going. Obviously, Jordan Cairo earlier this year, uh, he was uh, with uh, Thomas. He's not there now. So this line right now where you've got Tarasenko and Buchnevich being centered by Thomas, that seems to be uh, something that they're going to move forward with. But they're also looking for some more production from those guys. When they were successful last year, he had three guys that were playing at a high level. And 
and that's what we need to get back to, you know, for me. I mean, um, I think there's been games where they've done good and, and looked look good, just not executing on their scoring side of things, I think, more than anything. Is it being, you've mentioned, that when they're more direct, that's yeah. when they're having success? Is well, just for sure, like overpassing, like not shooting. or And then on, on the other side of things, just a little bit too much outside at times in the offensive zone. you got to get to the net. got to use the D. they got to pound pucks. you got to get to the net and, you know, find rebounds and, and broken plays and things like that. So they, they're definitely, they need to do that. The Blues do make a small roster move, officially sending back down forward Alexei Torpchenko. He heads to the AHL on a conditioning assignment. Now he went uh, underwent offseason shoulder surgery, uh, but when asked about Torpchenko going down to Springfield, Baruby was very clear that it has nothing at this point to do with that shoulder. No, his shoulder's fine. It's uh, just play hockey. He hasn't played a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, he needs to go down and play a little bit and get going. Has he played tentative for you? I, tentative, maybe? Yeah, for sure. And I don't think it's because of his shoulder. It's just, you know, missing camp and missing all the work in camp and the games and all that probably have a lot to do with it. But I think going down there is going to play lots of minutes and going to play in uh, key situations, which will be good for him. They're going to get back on the ice tomorrow night as they are set to play host to the Carolina Hurricanes. It's going to be a good challenge in front of them. They're just fast and on you. They don't give you no time and space out there. You know, you're going to have to work for your time and space, and they, they do a great job of taking it away. It's heavy man-on-man man everywhere, and they, uh, they're good at it. You like having that. You like having the puck possession. Is, is that a hard team to It'll be tough. you got to work. you got to really compete hard. They're a, they're, they're a hard-working team, and they're competitive. Blues in action tomorrow night as they take on the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, and uh, yeah, we'll see how they do again. And right now, they're they're still figuring it out. It feels like they're 500 club right now at 11 and 11. They've had obviously the uh, the the two winning streaks, the long losing streak in there as well. They've lost now three of their last four. They've been a little bit banged up. Good news that they seemingly are going to get Thomas back when they get Pim back. The lines kind of get re-solidified, and you're you've got some uh, chemistry in some of those spots that you want to have. So a lot going on with this team right now, but. Um, Again, it's it's hard to it's still hard to know exactly who they are. That's that's the every time I get asked about them, that's the answer that I just keep giving over and over and over. Like I'm just not I'm not sure who this team is, how good they are. Like they're not as good as as what you would expect out of a team that won seven in a row. They're certainly not as bad as what you would expect from a team that lost eight games. They're a good team. How good are they? It's hard to answer that question at this point in time. Wanted to mention one other thing before we take a break. And when we come back, uh, Carter Chapley is going to join us and uh, we'll talk some Cardinals baseball and also some Billikens basketball with him. Uh, but before we get to that, wanted to mention some comments made uh, by Kentucky basketball coach uh, John Calpari and it it somewhat has a local tie to it because of what's going on right now at Lindenwood as they're going through their period of transitioning to Division 1 and the NCAA has this quirky rule that if you transition into Division 1 there is this probationary period and during that 4 year probationary period you are not eligible 
to play in the postseason. None of your sports can can go to NCAA championship events uh, when you are going through that probationary period. So you are sacrificing the opportunity to play in the postseason for four straight years for all of your athletic programs when you make the decision that you want to go Division One And it stinks in the short term, but it's good in the long term because eventually you get set up and you're a you're a full fledged Division One member. So another team that's going through that, they're a little bit further in the process than say a Lindenwood is uh, Bellarmine, a team that's uh, based out of Louisville, Kentucky, and they're pretty darn good. They're really good, and they played against Kentucky. Kentucky beat them by a bunch. Kentucky won sixty to forty one. But Bellarmine's a a very good program, and they're playing well. And Calipari said something that uh, I thought was interesting because he was asked about whether or not he thinks it's right that Bellarmine is not eligible to play in the postseason. Not if, if they go win their league tournament, they still will not get the at-large berth into the NCAA tournament. And Calipari basically said, any decision you make as the NCAA, if you make it in the best interest of the kids, you're making the right decision. Because I, and look, I, I understand. I get why the NCAA does what they do in terms of the four-year probationary period. When you first start making that tr- transition into D1, there's some things that other D1 schools are doing that you're not doing. You got to hit certain benchmarks over those four years as you go through it and accomplish a number of things, and you hit all those things, and eventually you become a, uh, a full-fledged Division One club. So I get that during that period, that's why you're not eligible. But at the same time, it's at its truest sense, it's not fair to the kids. It's not fair to the 18 to 22-year-olds. Now, they know what they're getting into for the most part. They know they're going there. They know that there's not going to be an opportunity to play in the postseason. Just because they know it, though, doesn't mean that it's fair. It's inherently unfair. There are reasons behind it, but it's unfair. So Calipari basically said, if you make decisions that are based off doing things that are right for the kids, if you think about the kids first, then you're going to be making the you're going to be making the right decisions. His exact quote was, "I've said this many, many times. If you do things for the kids, you're never wrong." Unquote. I can't disagree, and there's probably there's probably some wiggle room. You can probably do something, and I know it's not just a basketball thing, it's other sports as well, so you would have to go try to apply this to all the various sports, but maybe there's some sort of leeway where if you do get the automatic bid, that you're eligible for automatic bids, but you're not eligible for at-large bids. I don't know. Like, so, so, you know, a league like the Ohio Valley is not going to be getting multiple bids anyways. But if you're Bellarmine, it doesn't, if, if you did enough in your non-conference to get an at-large bid, but then you lose in the conference tournament, uh, you're, you don't get in, that you have to get the automatic bid to get in. Maybe that's the answer. I don't think the NCAA is overly worried about this right now. I certainly don't think they're going to make any changes. This is the way it's going to continue to be. They've got bigger fish to fry. They've got bigger issues to deal with, to be sure. But the fact that Coach Cal brought it up means people like me are going to talk about it. And he's right. It just doesn't make much sense. So for Lindenwood, if you're a Lindenwood athlete right now, if you're a freshman coming into Lindenwood this year and you're going to play four years there, you're going in knowing that you're never going to have the opportunity to play in the postseason. 
it's cool to be part of the transition and know that uh, you were you were that first D one of the first D one athletes at a program, but you never get the chance to play in the postseason. So maybe it's even something where the first year you're not postseason eligible, the second year you're postseason eligible if you get the automatic bid, third year I, I don't know. So it just it's something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and there's probably a better way to do it but no reason to think the NCAA for sure will go in that direction. Up next, Carter Chapley joins us. We'll talk SLU basketball, we'll talk Cardinals baseball. We've got SLU basketball coming your way tonight in about a half hour or so is when uh, pregame coverage is set to begin. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Billikens play here. KMOX. The Billikens do play here. They are in action tonight as they are uh, set to have a late night game at uh, Chaffetz Arena. They take on Tennessee State. Slew 5-2 and two, coming off a tough loss against Auburn on Sunday. Tennessee State, a 4-2 and two club. We're very happy to welcome on to the program one of our favorite folks. Uh, you can read him in the Post-Dispatch at STL today. He is uh, Carter Chapley. Follow him on Twitter at Chapley Media. Hey, Carter, how are you? I am great. How are you, sir? I am good. Um, does it feel odd to you that they're playing at 8 o'clock tonight for a game against uh, Tennessee State? Yeah, I don't know why it's so late. I really I really don't have a sense of that. Like, 8 p.m. seems so late for a game like that, especially on a midweek game. But I guess we'll just 
grin and bear it. I, you know, what, what else are you going to do? They played that 8 o'clock game against Memphis, but that was on CBS Sports Network, so that was for TV reasons. That was the late TV window. Tonight's uh, obviously here on KMOX, but televised by uh, by Bally Sports Midwest. I, I, I doubt there's anything on Bally right now that's pushing this game back. Yeah, no no idea. I'm just ready to hop on and, wa- and, and watch it myself. I will not be at the game tonight, but I will be watching and tweeting along at home. So a little later than usual, but I guess we're just going to have to put up with that. So we go back to Sunday's game. The negative is they lost a game that they should have won. The positive is they looked like they were the better team than Auburn, and they just happened to not be able to hit free throws to, to save their lives. So what's the bigger story coming out of that game, the positive of how they looked or the negative that they actually lost the game? You know, for any almost any other team I've covered at SLU, the, it would be very clearly that this team looks the part of the talent that they prescribe to have, right? They play, they outcoached uh, Auburn. They outplayed Auburn. I mean, almost un- inarguably, they outplayed Auburn, save for, you know, the three, the three feet space that you stand at the free throw line. Um, and that would be something really positive to take away. Like, there's, it would be good to sit back and go, this team can play with a fringe top 10 team in the country, very clearly a team that could win an NCAA championship, and they outplayed them. That's a really good sign. The problem is, is that SLU plays in the Atlantic 10, and in the Atlantic 10, you don't get any favors from your conference alignment in terms of at-large bids to the NCAA tournament or seeding at the NCAA tournament. So for a team like SLU who has goals of being a not just an NCAA tournament team, but to make noise at the NCAA tournament, you can't pass up wins like that. You have to get wins. And that's one that slips through your fingers, and it's you, you won't get that chance again. And that's the second time in two years where that win slips through your fingers at what seems like the 11th hour. And so it's kind of a tough line to walk because you have to acknowledge the team played extremely well. They earned a win, so to speak, everywhere but the free throw line. And, but it doesn't really matter because you don't get to, to reap the rewards of that win because come March, the committee is not going to care that you lost by five because of free throws at Auburn. They're going to see a loss to a power five school. Now, SLU has also played, I believe it's the 19th toughest schedule in college basketball this year. And the only team, there's only like four teams above them in the Ken Palm rankings that have tougher schedules played this year. So it's, that might play a factor just going down there to play them and playing them strong. But it, it's got to be that like the bigger story has to be that they couldn't ice a win out that they absolutely needed and could have, you know, punched their ticket that night almost. They could have made the case after beating Memphis and beating Providence you know, you beat the number 10 team on the road, that makes your margin of error come conference play season a lot larger. What's wild about that is it, it wasn't like one guy went three for 11 at, at the line. It was all these guys going either 0 for 2 or 1 for 3. I mean, it was up and down the roster. Nobody could make a free throw. It was so weird to watch. Yeah, it, it was the exact opposite of what used to happen um, at during the Jordan Goodwin Hassan French days in tw- like 2018 through 2021, where they were the only ones getting to the free throw line and they couldn't shoot free throws, but everyone else would go five of six or whatever the number was, right? Six of six or whatever the number was. Um, it, it, I think someone asked, I, I believe it was Javon Pickett after the game if it's contagious, and he said after a game like that, you, like who knows? It must be right. Like 
it, 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 I wonder if all of a sudden you start gripping the ball a little bit tighter because you start seeing, you know, 0 of 5, 0 of 6, 0 of 7, 1 of 8, or whatever the numbers were. Maybe you start gripping it a little bit tighter and everyone starts getting a little nervous, which, I mean, that this team was its so out of character. They were going into this game like top 10 in free throw percentage. They were in the upper 80s in free throw percentage and just couldn't get it when they absolutely needed it. And that's going to that's gonna you know be hard to sit on for the rest of the year, I guarantee it. Carter Chapley continuing to join us. And they've put it themselves. I don't think this team is at risk of not making the NCAA tournament. They go have put together a good A-10 season. They're fine. But at the same time, you look at the rest of the non-league, Tennessee State, Southern Illinois, Iona, Boise State, Drake, SIUE, they've kind of put themselves in a position where you 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 basically have to win all those games just to put yourself in the spot you want to be in going into league play. Yeah, that, that's kind of exactly it. You, you've now gone through all your toughest tests against power five or, or whatever power number you want to assign to schools. And you have to go out and beat these teams, right? I believe the number is slew is favored to win their next 22 games. And not that they have to do that, right? Like the, the margin for error is not that slim, but it certainly doesn't, there's no more games, especially in the non-conference, where it goes like, that's your make or break. Maybe against Drake, who is one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win the Missouri Valley. Um, Iona is another game away that is uh, in New Rochelle, where they're going to go uh, face uh, Mr. Patino. And that, that's a game where you can maybe put on your resume at the end of the year. You go on the road, you win a game, you know, like that, that kind of thing. But it's the, the margin for error certainly hasn't slipped, right? It's not like they're now battling to be in the tournament. I think I still think SLU is very much a tournament team and there's not yet a reason to panic. But when you lose a game like that, it's hard not to see the the world end. And now you kind of have to go out there again for the next couple of nights, especially Tennessee State, Southern Illinois, and then on the road to Iona, you kind of need to reprove yourself as a team that can put away a game after losing one like that. Carter Chapley continuing to join us. Let's switch gears for just a couple more minutes before we uh, let you go. Cardinals have been pretty quiet so far. There's been some things happening in baseball. You can just feel Cardinals fans getting antsy, wanting to see the team do something. Uh, What's your takeaway at this point? Just the fact that we have seen some moves in baseball, but the Cardinals really haven't got involved yet. Yeah, I mean, Baseball is a slow, slow beast. And there's a, there's an argument to be made that, like, do, I think some fans, a lot of fans, would kind of want the same rapid pace that we see the NBA and the NHL and the NFL kind of work under, um, kind of like what we saw last year with the lockout looming um, headed into, you know, that when that happened. I think fans might want to see a little more movement happen. I think, I think there's a high likelihood we see something done uh, if not this weekend, next week with the winter meetings taking place in San Diego. Of course, uh, Derek Gould and, and Ben Fredrickson and Daniel Guerrero of, of the Post-Dispatch will all be there with that kind of stuff. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. It sounds like there are some anxious teams out there from the reporting that's been going on, um, willing to make a, looking to make a move, looking to get active. And that might benefit the Cardinals, right? If, if you have a team who wants to just get something done to get something done. That's an opportunity to maybe take advantage. I know someone brought up the idea of a, uh, on uh, MLB network, a newt bar for Danny Jansen in Toronto that solves the catcher problem. I don't know if you'd want to give up Lars newt bar in that deal, but um, that's certainly been brought up and seems to be the talk of Twitter these days. But I think with the winter meetings and getting all these, all these 
decision makers into one space, we might be seeing, if not this weekend, then definitely next week, some things starting to progress and maybe see some our first bit of real news in Cardinal land. Yeah, I'm going to be at the winter meetings, and I'm legitimately excited about this maybe kind of going, you know, us being able to rewind the clock a little bit to where the winter meetings used to be something where things happened a lot because it feels like, kind of like you just alluded to, this might kind of go back to the way it used to be where there are a lot of moves that are coming down during the winter meetings. Yeah, and I think it just comes down to, like, when you get people in a room together, especially in – I don't know if you can call it the first normal off season since the pandemic, but it's certainly one of the first normal, like, you know, in terms of meetings and interactions and stuff like that. So I think, you know, when you get people together and there seems to be a lot of folks antsy around major league baseball, that can be a great catalyst for getting a deal done. He is Carter Chapley. Follow him on Twitter at Chapley Media. If you're a Billikens fan, uh, after the game is over, even at halftime, but certainly after the game is over, after you're done listening to the game here on KMOX, uh, you can hop on his Twitter. You got the Twitter Spaces. That's what it's called, right? Twitter Spaces. Do I have that right? That's what it's called. It's, it's, it's. I mean, basically, you can just listen in on your phone or on your laptop, and you can hear me give whatever takes I have about the game going on. And then you can also listen pregame to Billiken Babble, which is a show I, I host about uh, – who the Billikens are taking on. We don't have one for today because the holidays kind of disrupted things, but Twitter spaces post game tonight. I, I will be there given takes. And if you have something you want to say, feel free to anybody out there can feel free to hop in and give their opinions. And I will always hear what's going on in Billiken land. You can just say that you're not doing that pregame because you're being really cool to me and coming on this show. Oh no, no. I, <laughs> I, 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 I wish, I wish, I wish I could claim it was that. No, it really is just that I am on uh I am currently on uh, a bit of a vacation, so to speak. And so it was hard to coordinate with the, with the holidays, getting a guest in for the show. So I kind of had to skip one. So we got a vacationing Carter Chapley on the program. Oh, God, I wish. I, I, I am, uh, I'm with the in-laws for the Thanksgiving week. So that, that, that's what you can describe it as. All right. Very good. I don't know how to describe that, so I'll stick with vacationing. Carter, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yep. There's Carter Chapley, a vacationing Carter Chapley at Chapley Media. He could just change it for this week to at vacationing Chapley Media, but that's probably too long. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap up the program, and uh, I'm going to ask Matt Pajeski a question, and that question is, am I a horrible person based off something that I did? He's already shaking his head up and down. I'm already way behind on this one. Am I a horrible person based off something I did earlier today to a telemarketer? I'll explain that coming up in just a moment as we wrap things up and get you all set for Billikens basketball there in action this evening as they are going to uh, take on uh, Tennessee State, the mighty Tigers of Tennessee State invading St. Louis. More sports open line coming up here on KMOX. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your home of the Cardinals. Arnado swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's sports voice. KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Just a few more minutes to go before we get out of here. Just a, few, just a bit early. 13 minutes early or so for Billikens basketball tonight. I had to laugh at this story. And... Uh, so Louisville basketball, they're now 0-7. It's their worst start since the 1940-1941 season. So they were asked about it, and uh, their coach, Kenny Payne, said he asked his players after the game whether they've given up. The quote, they said they're not giving up. They said there are times when adversity hits and they panic and they don't play together. They haven't understood how to handle adversity. Uh, one of their players said, we told them, no, we're competitors. Why would we quit? What else are you going to say? Yep, we give it up. Seven games in, we don't care anymore. We're always seven. We're just we're just going to play out the string. We haven't even hit December yet, but yep, we have uh, we have totally given. I'm like, what are you going to say? That's that's where we get silly sometimes in sports media. What what are you going to say? I talked to my guys, and I'll tell you what they told me they'd given up. So that's the uh, that's the message out of the locker room. My guys have indeed uh, given up. So expectations for the rest of the season, probably not going to win any more games. Enjoy these next three months. Like, What are you going to do? Before we get out of here, I'll share a story. And I'll be honest with you. My wife was not super happy with me today. My wife is a wonderful, wonderful woman, and she is nicer than me. And I did something. And Matt Pajeski, I, I want you to weigh in on if I'm a horrible person for doing what I did. As, as we know, I, I moved back to St. Louis somewhat recently, five, six months ago. And when I was a resident of the Milwaukee area, I was a subscriber to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, their newspaper. I move away from Milwaukee. I cancel my Journal Sentinel subscription. I start a St. Louis Post-Dispatch subscription, and uh, all is good. So the good folks at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel keep calling me. They want me back. And every time they call, I tell them I don't live there anymore. And I, I'm, I don't want your newspaper and you can't even deliver your newspaper to me. By the way, I am someone who still gets, a, I, I get, I get the Sunday paper. I don't get the seven day a week post-dispatch, but I get the Sunday paper. And when I lived in Milwaukee, I got the Sunday Journal Sentinel. I still get it. We still use the coupons. We still read the comics, all that. Like we, we, we utilize the newspaper. I'm still a newspaper guy. So they just keep calling me and I keep telling them, I don't live. You cannot deliver the paper to me. So I call today and I see on my caller ID, Journal Sentinel. So I say to myself, you know what? I'm going to have a little bit of fun. I'm, I'm going to have a little bit of fun with this guy. So Whenever you pick up, man, they go into their spiel right away. They do not want to give you the opportunity to talk. Hey, this is so-and-so from the Journal Sentinel. You're on a recorded line, and boom. And they start saying all the things that uh, all the reasons that you should be a subscriber. So I just let them go through the whole spiel. 
which is like probably about a minute long. And uh, then I say to him, yeah, you know what? I, th- I think I would be uh, interested in uh, resubscribing to the Journal Sentinel, uh, but on one condition, uh, I need it delivered to my house daily. Can you do that? And he said, yeah, we have your address down as this, 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 and this. I said, no, I'm, I'm not at that address anymore. And he said, okay, what's the, what's the new address? And I gave him my address. He asked for the city name. I, I live in Chesterfield. I gave him Chesterfield. He did not ask for the state, but he did ask for the zip code. He did ask for the zip code. So he had my address. He had the zip code. And he said, okay, let's get this going. And I said, now can you guarantee me that the newspaper is going to be on my doorstep every morning? Yes, I can. I said, are you sure? He said, oh, yeah, absolutely. So we start going through the entire, like, I'm just playing along. We're going through the whole process. We're like eight, nine minutes into this phone call. I've given him my address without ever saying Missouri, but giving the zip, and he keeps going with it. And then all of a sudden, he obviously hits a snag in his computer. And he says to me, uh, can you hold on for a second? And he puts me on hold for a minute or two, and he comes back, and he says, well, it actually looks like we can't deliver to your address. Are you in Missouri? I said, yeah, that's that's where I am. And at that point, I inform him that you guys have called me a dozen times in the last five months, and every time you have called, I've said, I don't live there anymore. Please take me off your list. I don't live there anymore. Please take me off your list over and over and over. And then, to be honest, I gave him a little bit of grief. I said, well, you know what? You lied to me, man, because just a few minutes ago, you guaranteed me that you would have that newspaper on my doorstep every single morning, and now you're coming back, and you're telling me you didn't. And he's like, well, I didn't know your address. I said, no, I told you my address. So the whole call went like 20 minutes, which that's where I feel bad because here's a guy, like I just come up on his computer. It's not his fault. He's trying to make a living doing the sales stuff. I probably ruined his day. But Matt Pajeski, am I a horrible person for sitting on the phone for 20 minutes today with somebody trying to sell me a subscription to a newspaper in a different city? No, you are not, you are not a bad person. If anything, the guys who are working for that paper – not that they're bad people, but they there needs to be a note next to your name or like your name needs to be taken out of the system so that this doesn't happen. I think you probably actually made that guy's day. I mean, that's to me, that's pretty funny. I mean, 20, oh, he was not. He was not happy oh, with okay. me. He was not happy with me. <laughs> you, does this paper, do they know you as the former Brewers pre and post game? I don't You know what? This person could have very easily been in a call center at another place. The, the Journal Sentinel is part of the USA Today network, so they have newspapers across the country. There's a very good chance, because I did say to the guy, be, this is where I was kind of a jerk, <laughs> I said, I'll make you a deal. I'll pay you five bucks to uh, pick up a newspaper and drive it to my house every day. And um, he, he wasn't going for that. He said he wasn't allowed to do that. No, you're, you're not a bad person. You are a legend. <laughs> you're a savior to all those who have, deal, who have dealt with telemarketers like that. 20 minutes, 20 full minutes on the phone with this telemarketer trying to sell me a newspaper for a city that I no longer live in. He did guarantee me, he guaranteed me that I would not get another phone call. If that's not the last one, the last phone call you'll ever get, I don't know what it's going to take. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I have an app on my phone where I can record calls as they're going on. If I get one again... Maybe I should record it and we can uh, revisit it here on Sports Open Line. That is it for today's program. Have a wonderful rest of your night, but don't go anywhere. 
St. Louis University Billikens basketball. The Billikens in action tonight as uh, they are set to take on the mighty Tigers of Tennessee State. Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr., they got the call next here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 